we're back. Another episode of uh, the Comprehensive Beatdown. Back from vacation. Back from vacation. Yeah. Um, woohoo! Yay! Yay! It was a short sabbatical. Yeah. But uh, we're back. Uh, episode 52. Episode's 52. Yeah. Uh, we're heading towards 100. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. Um, I Probably about this we'll time do. next year. I don't know what we'll do for episode 100, but it'll be awesome. Yeah. I promise. Um, you know, clowns, you know, uh, inflatable ball pits, mm. uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cornhole. That's what, it, what That's what all the hipsters like. That's like, yeah, the kids like the cornhole. Maybe we'll just have it at a skating rink or something. That'd, That'd be, cool. be awesome. With skating clowns and stuff. But yeah, we're back. Um, I think we told you last time we're going to check out the Royce 5-9 album. Yep. Layers. So it's uh, just Royce 5-9 now. He took the duh out. Is that what I read? I don't know. I did a minimal amount of research on this. I'm st- I've always called him Royce 5-9. Really? I never really called him Royce the 5-9. That's how I remember him when uh, I first heard him and didn't pay much attention after. So that's what I've always thought. I think yeah. the album came out on came up on iTunes as Royce to Five Nine. Yeah. And then I read about that later. So that's really all I have to add. Royce Five Nine. Uh, he put it out himself. Bad Half Entertainment is his uh, mm-hmm. label. Of course, the Bad Meets Evil. That's kind of a play off the Bad Meets Evil. Wasn't that him and Eminem? Yeah. Yeah. He's the bad. Which makes so Eminem the evil. The Bad Half. Ah. Which makes Slim Shady evil. Already got the wordplay. Already. Um, so yeah, we're, right now we're listening to uh, a song from No Saj Thing off his EP that came out this year called No Reality. This is track two. Um, short little EP. Uh, I think there's only like four or six songs on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's been out for a minute. Um, and uh, I just got the MP3s for it last week. So I thought we'd open up with that this cool. week. Um, I love No Sash Thing. This uh, EP is just an EP, but his last album wasn't that great um, compared to the other stuff. But uh, it's worth checking out. If you've never heard him before, check out his uh, older stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Um, So I guess we will go ahead and get into Royce. You ready to get into some Royce 5-9? Let's do it. Layers. Um, So let's see. I'm going to get a little dissolve going here. This is a Tabernacle. This was the first single they re- he released from the album. Uh, produced by S1, Symbolic One, which uh, a lot of people should know who he is. And if not, now you do. Now you do. inside a Tabernacle. I promise not to lie, not one of these verses. I started out so you're a, a Royce fan, right? You've kept yeah. up with his oh, yeah, whole yeah. career and stuff. Yeah. My name is Ryan Daniel. Yeah, even when he was uh, making bad stuff, I still, you know, yeah. he'd always drop a gem or two. There were a couple albums there where it's just kind of like, oh, um, he'd always drop a gem or two on that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think wordplay-wise, he's, uh, I mean, he's pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's what I've always liked about him. I haven't listened to a full album probably ever. I'll keep up with single here and there. Yeah. He was in some beef, right? Is that where I heard yeah, him? Yeah, in D12. Even um, before that, what was he part of that LL Cool J thing with Wyclef? Is that where I heard him? Is that not where I heard him? Okay. 
Yeah, yeah I remember it can. I, for some reason, a, I thought Royce was in Him and Eminem had a fallen out, and then Proof got involved, so he had a fallen out with Proof and yeah. everything, and then when Proof died, they kind of rehat, you know, they kind of, you know, mm-hmm. patched everything up. Was that before or after Bad Meets Evil? It was after the original, it was before the album came out, but after, like, they, because they were a group, what they had, uh, this song actually kind of alludes they met early on in their career, mm-hmm. when Eminem recorded the Slim Shady uh, EP, there's a song there called Bad Meets Evil, which had Royce, okay. that was kind of their thing, and then, um, when M signed to Aftermath, Royce was his hype man and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then, um, Royce was doing a lot, he was drinking a lot and stuff like that, and so he ended up getting, he ended up getting fired, he had wrote some stuff for Dre and everything, and he ended up getting fired, and he was supposed to sign to the label, and he didn't, he got fired off of the tour or something, and then Dre told him, uh, night. I got a call from my girl. He, uh, she in labor in the hospital right Dre now. told him he, had, he couldn't work with it. It was some, it was some crazy stuff. I <laughs> said, like, Royce went kind of dissed him, kind of on the, on the Tommy Boy, because he was signed to Tommy Boy at the time. Uh-huh. And he kind of dissed him and him, like, doing a little sideways diss at him. And then, uh, D12 got involved and a whole bunch of stuff got involved. They kind of went their separate ways and they kind of butted heads a few times. And then, um, yeah, and then they end up, uh, Detroit's like a real, like, strong hit, like, hip hop scene. And so, like, it kind of had, there's a little riff in there. And, uh, um, M's always done a lot of stuff for Detroit, so there's a lot of loyalty towards the right stuff. And I think, I want to say Hex had something to do with them, like, kind of, Hex murder had something to do with them, kind of, uh, passions and things up between D12 and Royce. Right. Yeah, I just, you know, with Eminem, I listened to his first album, the first official album he put out, and I just quit paying attention after that, pretty much all of that, for some reason. Um, I respect Eminem and Royce, but I'm just woefully ignorant on their music and stuff, you know, I've never really enjoyed Eminem, especially when he went like all, like where he was yelling on his raps all the time. I was like, okay, that's enough. But it sucks because most everyone I know puts him in their like top five um, MCs or a lot of people I know do. And I just don't have the uh, background on it to be able to argue that either way. Other than I just don't really like it and that's really all I can say. But yeah, I've been looking forward to listening to this album. Um, I listened to some of that mixtape that came out ahead of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the guy. to be an EP with him and Black Thought. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. And uh, I think it's going to be called Black Nickel something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know. See, he formed that group with uh, Joe Bud and Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz mm-hmm. called Slaughterhouse. That was kind of how him and M got, him and M got kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And M signed on and um, they kind of were up in it. It's kind of hard when you got four, like, and those guys are all little, lyrical, like, machines. So it's kind of hard to kind of have any cohesion with their albums. They'd have some really good songs and then everything else would be kind of ho-hum. But, uh... Yeah, but then then they did the they finally did the Bad Meets Evil album, which was years too late. Uh-huh. Is it any good? 
It was cool. There's yeah. a couple of decent songs on it. Um, I am an Eminem, I am an Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier stuff more so, but when he did, uh, was it the Recovery album? I thought there were some good songs on it. And then the album that came out after that was kind of whack. Except I really, I remember really enjoying songs. that first album, and then just kind of gave up. Oh, after Slim that. Shady, uh, the Slim Shady album was insane. Yeah, it was fun. And the Marshall Mathers LP was cool because it was just so personal. Yeah, and you never really, you hadn't heard anything like that. Like mm-hmm. you hadn't heard it, a rapper like put that much of himself into an album, mainstream wise. I'm gonna say mainstream wise because what I've always, the guy I've always listened to that I, you know, gets compared to and I compare to Eminem a lot is Cage. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. Very crazy personal. Him, him, him and Cage kind of went at it for a little bit. Oh yeah, too. definitely. But the whole thing, the whole, the whole thing I liked about him. I mean, I, and I, I never got into Cage. I wasn't into like the. Um, I like High and Mighty. I like some of those. I like some of their stuff, but um, I didn't get too much into like the, the rest of that kind of scene. Yo, yeah, that first Cage album is frightening for sure. Yeah. Uh, Movies for the blind. But I mean, M came from like the battle rap scene, and then he did when he did some shady LP. You know, he had the D12 stuff, and he was working with the Outsiders, mm-hmm. and so like he was dealing with success. It was kind of weird. It was kind of cool to see him deal with success. It was, it was interesting. Because the amount of success that he had gained in that short period of time was just, I mean, it was frightening. Yeah. And he was doing it, and, and he, had, he achieved it doing a black art form. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of weird for, you could, you could kind of see like the, like how it kind of weighed on him a lot. Like, it did. You know, because he had to keep, he had to keep his edge lyrically or else, you know, the people that supported him coming up. Yeah wouldn't give a you know yeah. care and he, but he at the same time he had to appeal to all this new like this whole new crowd yep. but so. he got that Dre co-sign at the exact perfect oh, yeah. moment yeah. in Dre's career to do yeah. that you know um, I know that that went a long way for sure I love like all the like underground 90s early 2000 white rappers I like all have a story about beating Eminem at like a um, freestyle festival or whatever you know 10% of which might be true yeah. you know but everybody beat Eminem at like uh, what's that Cincinnati Festival Scribble Jam yeah yeah it's beat the, only, Scribble Jam. the only person documented to beat Eminem at Scribble Jam was yeah um, there's a video you can watch of him beating Dose One yeah um, and I know oh shit there was someone else but yeah Juice I haven't thought about Juice in a while Juice and I think that might have been in Chicago yeah but um, I mean Juice Pray for somebody, pray for them. Yeah, don't but, pray for me, pray you know, for respect. Pray to Jesus was, if you followed like freestyle, it was back in like the 90s. I mean, that dude was just, he was doing stuff that nobody could do. I mean, he yeah, I love him and uh, Supernatural. Yeah, during all that whole time. Yeah. Hey, all right, speaking of, um, oh, this is a, another song. 
But um, that was prey that we just listened to yeah. going into hard. Did you, did you watch the highlights from the the? The Houston Golden State game last night. I watched the fourth quarter of that game last night. I just like um, James Harden doesn't even try on fans. Oh god, no, no. I mean, he doesn't even try. He's fun to watch when he's actually playing. It's like he doesn't care at all. This series is gonna be good. The Atlanta and Boston series. Is yeah, that's tonight, game two. Yeah. Because we don't speak the same language. Yeah, I thought, uh, I think Boston's got a shot. I don't know if they're going to be able to win one on the road. Though. Man, I think they can. I would I think, think they can. They're a scary they team. They're kind of like Atlanta. You know, they're kind of just, they kind of just blow the radar, but just good enough to beat anybody. They're one free agent away from being a top tier NBA yeah. team. What he's done, and like, I think we've talked about this before on here, but <clears throat> the team he's put together is ready for its superstar, and people do want to go play there. It'll be interesting to see. And Isaiah Thomas is like, yeah, dude, the kid is. He's playing ball. Yeah. This is a hard produced by Ant Man Wonder. But Royce is, he's, uh, you know, he's made a big deal about, he's been sober for a few years now, several years now, okay. you know, he's, he's a recovering alcoholic, he raps about it on his, on a lot of his music, he talks about that. Right. And, um, you know, it's kind of cool to see somebody going through that kind of, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. That's, yeah, and especially admirable. I mean, because, I mean, it. That's something that had ruined his career, really. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, with the drinking it like all but destroyed his career. Right. And um, he's kind of gotten a second shot at it. Yeah. He was household household name a little bit there for a minute. Yeah. Like man, I just remember it kind of falling off, like falling off all the way. I think these Pistons are gonna win one or two against the Cavs. I think they'll win one at home. <coughs> yeah. Um, that last they they had a shot at that last game. But, yeah, they were up um, at half. Man. I just I don't trust any team that LeBron is on. Oh no. Um, He'll find a way to blow it. Well, he just doesn't. Uh, he just doesn't care. Yeah. If it wasn't for Reggie Jackson, I mean, they wouldn't have. I mean, they would have probably lost that first game. Yeah. Reggie Jackson just he made some terrible choices down the stretch for Detroit. Durant missed, I think, twenty. Yeah, twenty-six shots last night. So this is the second half of the song. Yeah. Kind of splits in half. Yeah. So if you've been keeping up with Kanye and how he's gone back and like made changes to Yeezus on Apple Music, did you hear about that? He's doing that now too. Yeah, because you know he did all that to Life of Pablo or whatever. Um, and then he made some changes that popped up on Apple Music recently to Yeezus. I was like, man, I didn't even think about that being the world we live in, where people 
Hulk will just go back and change their album or whatever, you know, because that's yeah. the only place we're all listening to that shit anyway, you know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm Royce to 5'9", and over the years I've been blackballed, I've been in jail, I've seen lies turn. But guess what I've learned? I learned that fucking the baddest bitches around wasn't hard as I thought. Man, what the fuck was I thinking? Jamal Crawford, the sixth man of the year again. Creep can roll. And he's 36. Oh, yeah, he is old. That's right. Yeah, and look at him. He doesn't look 36. Everybody asking me just because I'm a lyricist in this business. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They won last night. Yeah. After losing the first game. Yeah, he does not look 36 years old. Try me, you and your crew will bleed. Y'all bums ain't shot for the star since New Year's Eve. Nothing was given to me. I had to go upside heads just to get upside heads. This is a long song. So I don't strike when the iron is hot. I strike whenever the fuck I feel. This is a good old long ass album with long songs on it. If you knew how much I lost, you have no problem with me winning. Couple skits thrown in there. We can definitely skip the skits. Oh, I did see that, that there was a couple with the skit tag on them. That's funny. Hanging out at bars to have menages with bartenders. God was an artist and Jesus was a carpenter. They put me together like an easel in the darkness of hell and lost it. Left me some loose screws, but these are the nails to your coffin. These are the folk tales of a starving artist battling demons. Through his notepad like Adam and Eve eating kale in the garden, flying private away from all charges. Just rapidly rap, rap, rap. Yeah. This is Starter Co. Produced by Mr. Porter. Mr. Porter. Sounds like a shop teacher. Speaking of your D12. Porter, you hill nigga, man. It all started with a Starter Co. The starter pistol got us out the mama jokes. The house party finally started. Now it's time to go. Get some pussy sponsored by the bar. That's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this Steph Curry ankle injury. Yeah. They don't have to play again till Thursday, I think. Yeah. I like that beat. Man, a 7.6. Um, 
some really, it, he's made some really poor life right, right? So, <clears throat> here's his opening line of his, uh, <laughs> of his shit. Uh, Royce 5'9 has done his most visible rapping as a plus one. Trying to move beyond the star- supporting role, he loads his sixth solo album with big time producers, skits, and careful introspection. All right. So this is what he said. So he, he goes on to say, like, he was Eminem. He was the evil part. It, or he's, you know, I'm part of Bad Meets right. Evil and then Slaughterhouse and then Prime. Uh, I mean, he's done... I mean, he's been in three other groups. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he, this is his sixth solo album. Right. He's been signed to major labels. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's... Yeah, yeah. You know? But then he talks about this song... Right. Uh-huh. Um, starter coat. On the former, he defends Tupac's place in history. That, like he makes this whole song out to be about Tupac wearing like a UNLV or Tupac's like omission from the Billboard. Uh-huh. You know, and that was it was one just one line. It was one line yeah. in the song, right? Um, using using a UNLV starter coat as a symbol for the influence Pac had on him. That's not what it was about. Not at all. Like I only listened to that barely. Yeah. And, yeah. And I bet I almost guarantee he has no idea where the UNLV starter coat comes from. Right. You know, being in the Brenda's Got a Baby, and then also on the Rebels of the Underground track. Right. But um, or on the videos. But like, so he makes this like these kind of audacious statements, and the other one he does. Um, yeah, that was that was terrible. There's a song, and it's coming up here in a minute. Um, I love this song. This is a song. This one, uh, Jake One produced. It's called Wait. Wait. It's for last one starter. But uh, there's a song called Misses where here's what the guy says. On Misses, he writes about his relationship with his wife, implying it's difficult being a married rapper. Hmm. All right. So I want everybody listening to remember that, and I'll I'll uh. When we get to that song, yeah. I'll uh, give you guys a uh, signal to listen and see what a freaking idiot this guy is. I could write this stuff. He say life is hard as a married rapper. Yeah. Is that what you just said? That's what he. That's what he, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. I could literally write for this BS publication. Mm-hmm. You don't. Have, you don't have to try to say, hard there. He goes on to say like. The album is just boring and, and yada yada yada. But this is the same. I mean, you gave Young Thug and all these other people all these seven nines and all this BS. Like, I kind of like Young Thug, but I would never give his album a 7.9. Like, like the Big Sean and Shanae Aoko like album, like a like a seven six. Yeah. Like, can you can you look at all of his old rankings? Is yeah. Yeah, I, I can pull it all up. Let's see. Lil Dirk. He gave Lil Dirk a... A... An A. He gave it an A. He gave it a 7-0. Nice. I don't even know what a Lil Dirk is. Does he do, does he do mainly hip-hop reviews on Pitchfork? Yeah. yeah. Man. You should write him. No. I know what happens with all that. We should bring him on to the podcast. Have you, have you ever, do you follow Dart Adams on Twitter? Uh-uh. 
I'm notorious for calling these guys out and telling them, like, I really BS. And, like, uh, today was talking about, you know, the, <clears throat> all the all the BS, like, guru, like, dedication stuff, mm-hmm. like, the sixth year or whatever. And uh, some guy comes back at him and tells him, well, yeah, somebody makes a defense, like, you know, you're not the, uh, you know, just because somebody doesn't some, do something the way you like it doesn't mean it's not right. And so Dark just goes back and he's like, I prefer someone to tell me about somebody that actually lived through his career and right. can tell me what he meant to, like, you know, what he meant. Yeah. Instead of, like, looking back on it and saying, this is what it meant. Just like a oh no, it's a skit. We're gonna go to the next song. I like this song. Shine. Don't let the money make you thirsty. Don't even let it be a goal. Just let it come and keep on working. And shine your light on them hoes. Cause I'm the hardest nigga out here. I'd rather die to live while I fear I know our God took me down, hit the ear To shine my light on them hoes Hardest nigga out here I'd rather starve than live while I fear I feel like God sent me down, hit the ear To shine my light on them hoes Lost in the whirlwind, me and my girlfriend, me bless you You know you fucked you, I like that beat Come mm-hmm. and you came and she fucked you. Not we squeeze first. Ah. Nigga, these ain't rebut tools. These streets we burst. We dump till he jump brooms like these numb shoes. In the D where dreams come true. This is the story of a man who's trying to break his doubts. Down like his cases count. Obsessive, compulsive, counting dope. Making sure all the numbers on the inside and all the faces out. Lawyers on retainer like they braces out. Say my name wrong, I make you taste your mouth. Money come, money go, get it, but don't splurge it. Your boy's greed and war's needs got their own purpose. It's more than four speeds on that Porsche Turbo. It's sitting on four G's like my phone service. I'm out here trapping <laughs> with this here. Gotta get that LTE, man. You can't kill a signed and sealed classic. Gazelles and Bill Blast and snakeskin troops. Reptile. I hate when it goes 4G. Like, breaks my heart. Or is it it goes 3G? Or when you're, like, in the country on, like, the way to Memphis and it goes to E. Yeah. Ooh. Exposing my Maserati That's like flip phone internet <laughs> right there. I'm driving, got a belly. I wonder if you could play snake on it, oh, that'd be awesome. I mean, I still remember the first time I got on the internet on a flip phone. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. This is it. And then the first time I got a Blackberry where it had like, it kind of looked like yeah. the website you were trying yeah, to go yeah, to. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't just like an HTML page or yeah. something. Ooh. Hip-hop is my house, watch these philosophies went Around artists I stand out like I lock my keys in I forgot my goal at 23 was make a classic Walk away like Tiger with my nine iron To take the masters They say that you get what you ask for Well I ask to be left alone with my pen pad and passport This ain't no rag to rich brag shit In fact it's more close to being a rich to rag story The fabric I'm cut from is the most genuine article mankind offers I'm like an underground landmine talking For Stephen A. Smith is talking about Boys a tampon and never stole a man tied corporate. 
highest exalted. Call me commercial, I'm highly insulted. This is Royce the 5'9, mind, body, and soul shit. All I have on this fucking globe is my shoddy and flow. I'd rather let the corner. God, there's a lot of raps on this choke. album. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That's the one thing listening to it, like, I'm out I had to go to a wedding up in uh, Kosciuszko Saturday, so I threw it on there. So I got to listen to you know, I got to really, yeah. I mean, he's just like the metaphors upon metaphors upon like and it just keeps coming it just keeps coming yeah but yeah he just, I mean, he's like he's like him and like a lot of these other like AC alone and these guys like they can just rap oh yeah and they can continue like they just I mean dudes can rap for like five six minutes straight yeah just like that is as I've gotten older that'll eventually lose my attention yeah. you know even like even those classic AC alone albums were like 80 minutes long and you're just like yeah. even the best ones you're just like like a book of human language yeah. awesome but you're just like oh god I'm 40 minutes into this and it's not gonna stop anytime soon and I dig it I mean it's awesome but yeah oh man yeah book of human language I just listened to like anymore like guidelines the Jabberwocky and a couple of tracks yeah. and, and after that I'm just I can't just so much rapping yeah yeah even when I was younger I'd be like oh man this is it's gonna be a little too much <laughs> but i mean i'll listen to like a 45 minute jazz song or a fish song or something but i think the rapping gets over and over and over and over don't let the money make you thirsty but that's what makes this album so cool is it's 17 tracks of this shit yeah an hour and six minutes and that's and that's how it used to be like your favorite rappers put out albums that were like yeah. And I kind of miss that sometimes. As much as it can annoy me, I kind of miss it as well. Alright, going into the next track. Oh, it's a skit? Yep. Fuck that. Alright. This is Flesh, produced by DJ Khalil. <laughs> That's true. I got I got money, I got credit cards, I got PayPal cards, whatever you want to PayPal cards. <laughs> so the Spurs and Grizz will be in Memphis Thursday and Saturday. I wish I could get up there for that Saturday game. Really don't matter. You could be Louis Vuitton up. You might as well have on Von Dutch and Tommy Hill figure with a debt. I don't do dirt. I don't call scenes. I send niggas through the evening. Excellent. I like that. Find a bitch in distress. I will make her feel so alive. Roy, she say bitch too much. I say that shit all the time, but not in my songs. I don't have any songs. Which, look at this goofy ass family. I'm sorry. Do you see that goofy ass If you did have songs and you were rapping, would you say it all the time? All the time. Constantly. Yeah. I'd use it as a comma. <laughs> Anywhere you'd put a comma, just put the word bitch. Or any form of punctuation. It's a good period. It's a good uh, exclamation. It's a good question. Bitch. Ah, oh, more Johnny Manziel news. 
I'm P.O.P. You D.U.D. You bark up this tree. I make you turn over three new leaves. You move right. right by the code. You left like three, two, three. I'm a tribe called Quest. I'm B. New G. Out here going dumb and Tweedle D. All these this guy says one of the strangest changes in rap is from the transition is the transition from drug dealers to drug addicts. And uh, who said that? Just somebody on Twitter. Oh, okay. And somebody else says uh, byproduct byproduct of the voice of rap switching from the alpha to to the beta male and the post internet era rap. That's really interesting. Jay once said, "Y'all respect the guy who got shot. I respect the shooter." It's a genera- it's a generational difference. I think the drug argument is really sound. Um, that's interesting. Uh, there's always been rappers who talk about drugs and did psychedelic music, but mainstream, it's just like all of a sudden it's okay to be the customer. You know, it's like yeah. getting Molly from people when it was never. You know, that was never okay. No, you were supposed to be the guy providing that, being smart enough not to use it. Yeah. Well, and like in all the old movies, like the New Jacks, like the like the junkies never lived. Oh yeah, definitely. Or they just make more junkies, like in The Wire. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, they don't they're very seldomly the hero. Now they're the stars. Yeah. Another skit. Oh, is this a skit? Damn. I'm not paying very good attention here. So. I thought I saw that that last one we heard was the last one. That one was that one was tricky because it was a skit featuring somebody. Right, that's why I missed it. I'm looking at it now, yeah. All right, here's Mrs., the song right. we were talking about earlier. Here we go. This is a strong about the relational, like... The difficulties of being a, a married rapper. Married okay. Rapper. That's the premise we're working off of. That's my little missus. Little fly, little chick, little thick, little thighs. Everything I'm into. She I with it and she don't trip, she don't mind. I'ma slide right in, get in her mind. Cause she's a keeper. Anytime she's with me, nah, she ain't gotta lift a finger. She ain't gotta bend a dime. She around me all the time. Cause she's so cool. Even my friends don't mind. That's my little missus. Always so calm, always so kind. Little missus on my mind. Misses on my mind. I look forward to a call. I enjoy when you're talking, little misses on my mind. She never wastes my time when she on my line. She stay on my mind. Oh my God, when she blow me, she blow me good. It blow my mind. I'm on tour right now. now that doesn't sound too difficult. That sounds pretty easy. I think about all the patrol night down. Maybe that's your business. No judgment here, baby. That's your lifestyle. She said, I'm so glad you're not mad. I said, no, my doubt. But I got to get the stage right now. But please be careful hanging with the all night crowd. So I'm missing what's difficult about this life. So basically right now, that's the good stuff. Yeah. Well, this is his, this is like his side piece. It's not even his wife. All right. Oh, see, I missed the premise there. Well, still. Does he have a wife? Yeah, but... Well, then this is all good. He seems like he's getting away with it. The song is about the progression of, like, a side piece. Uh Uh-huh. You know, going from, like, it's all good, where they just want to party and do drugs and, like, hang out whenever you're around. Right. To, like, kind of obsessed to, like, full-blown psych. Okay. So that was the good stuff. Yeah. That was the good stuff. She even told me she already sent the email to my wife. Damn. My little missus. Blackmailing me and shit. But still, if he's married, then 
the premise still works because this isn't about how difficult it is to be married. No. It's how difficult it is to maintain side pieces. Yeah. But he's making a song about it, so obviously his wife knows about it. Yeah. Therefore, it doesn't sound that difficult. Therefore, hence two fours. <laughs> the guy at Pitchfork is wrong. Well, he told that missus. Is there any more rapping on here? No, it's just the psycho voicemail okay. that she leaves. All right, we're going to skip that. We're going to consider that a skit. <laughs> hey, Portia, what's up? Hi, baby, what's up? Going to dope. Dope. With an exclamation point. Dope. Dope. Are y'all about to go Bitch. Yeah. You blowing that good. You can need some hot pockets. I've been waiting in this bitch driveway for an hour, my nigga. Hell no. It's only one way I can fix this problem, my nigga. That's sell dope. I ain't coming this bitch to politic or rub elbows. Even my own bitch know I'm mentally unavailable. I'm busy, I sell dope. Do you see that at the bottom? It says MRI on uh, Curry's ankle reveals nothing of concern. That's an interesting way to put that. Yeah. Is there an ankle in there? I'd be concerned uh, if there wasn't an ankle in there. She told me go to the principal's office. I went to go sell dope. I don't <laughs> Are there bones in there? Yeah, I mean, what's our level of concern here? All I know is I'm fresh as fuck from How high is it? You don't like it, you can get the fuck out my car. Go over there somewhere and ride Pierre Cardin. And when you see that bum, make sure you tell him I gotta give a shout out to Johnny Manziel. Other than the domestic violence stuff, that kid is L-I-V-I-N, man. People are like, I feel sorry for him. I'm like, fuck that. He's a rich kid. He doesn't even need to play in the NFL. He's still yeah, going to he die doesn't. rich, yeah. you know? What the fuck does he have? You come into the league with, like, millions in the bank. Well, you're going to watch a video in the afternoon? Like, watch film? Fuck no. You're going to go to happy hour in Vegas <laughs> on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. <laughs> While your team's practicing. Right. You know, I'm good. I got 20 million in the bank. I'm fine. I can't get them digits, my nigga, my nigga. Oh, hell no. It's only one way I'm going to fix this, my nigga. That's sell dough. A fan asked me for a picture. I squatted down for a jail post. Then I dashed before the flash could finish. I forgot I had to go sell dough. What news you forgot you had to go sell dough? Sometimes you forget. Sometimes it just slips your mind. Oh, shit, I fucked up. I got to go sell dough. <laughs> Almost forgot. What time is it, man? It's 5.45. Shit, damn! I'm late to go sell dough. <laughs> I'm tardy to go sell dough. <laughs> There's like another corner boy over there. Like when you walk up, he's like tapping his wrist. Like tapping his watch. It's like, buddy, you're supposed to relieve me half an hour ago. That's two strikes. That's two strikes. One more. And you're gonna get a shitty shit. Does he have a time clock? Does he have to punch him? He runs out like, I got it in. I got it in. It's five minutes late. It's, it's fine, right? I'm all good. I get a five minute leeway, right? We'll call it five. <laughs> this, this song's kind of funny to me. 
It is. It's, it's funny. Nights long and cold. Out on these streets. I will say this: the album ends strong. Uh, I really do like. I do like it so far. I've been uh, bobbing my head a lot. Yeah. And I wouldn't have listened to this had we not done this. So well, right. I'm glad we did it. Well, yeah. Good. The next track was uh, America. America. All right, we'll go over to that one. Produced by S1 again. Ooh. He's he been does, strong he's so some, far. He's got some strong producers on yeah. this album. Got the draft coming. Yeah. I'm hoping to go third round. <laughs> you know how, like, you don't have a position, they just call you athlete? Yeah. Yeah, I'm that. That's me. Yeah, that's me. You should treat your life the same way you think and like and go and whip it like a slave. What the fuck is that? That's awesome. That's that shit they so you have a movie review this week? Uh, no, I've been trying to catch up on Game of Thrones. The season starts up Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a party. I saw the twins are having a party yeah. for that. I really haven't. I really haven't watched anything new. I did get Hitman 3 on uh, Blu-ray today. Oh, fun! But I think Ken and I are waiting for Kung Fu Nights to watch that. Right. So. Which always just ends up being me and Ken watching Kung Fu and Carrie showing up hella late. Yeah. Nobody else showing up. Venom showing up. Once the offbeat closes. Yeah, I would love to watch Kung Fu, but I've never really watched Kung Fu movies before. For whatever reason. Um, we did watch uh, We did Us and Catherine watched uh, Star Wars again Man, I tell you what I saw it twice in the theater And watching it here the other night I love it Yeah, it's great I, You know, I was trying to find stuff Like critical There's a couple things I could be like super critical about Like for a conversation But in general This is gonna be awesome Like we're gonna get to die With Star Wars movies coming out And they, 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 they can't suck I don't know how they could possibly not be any good yeah. but I love it man I watched that again I was like man this is really fantastic yeah, I mean, be, and the Rogue One the free, the that looks awesome looks good. yeah and we're gonna get one of those we're gonna get a Star Wars movie every year we're gonna get like a main one every two years and like the side stories yeah man I'll take that yeah I don't wanna be watching Return when I'm like 73 I wanna watch new ones yeah I said that when, when I saw that Disney bought the rights you know to it best thing that could ever happen to it yeah and the director of the next one is that guy that directed Brick yeah um, I forget his name that should be interesting yeah. I'm hoping by like the 8th or ninth when they let a Tarantino do it or something <laughs> it should totally be a Tarantino Rodriguez like for the 3rd or 4th one do it like 4 rooms side stories I know with the smugglers or whatever Kevin Smith could do one that would be awesome yeah he would give his he'd, give, he'd sign over the rights to all his properties yeah for and a chance to direct he would write that and direct it and then die right when they rap like he's like that's all I gotta do that's it I'm out that's it I'm out <laughs> this is what I was sitting here for <clears throat> and I bet that would be the best one out of all of them 
Everybody think a revolution coming. Wanna be involved in the Uh we've been kinda chatting over this, but this song is fantastic. I like this a lot. This will probably be the one for my Spotify playlist. And going on to layers. This is a title track. Yeah, this features Pusha T and Rico Ross. Oh, that didn't pop up on the thing um, that I was uh, that came up for me. That's awesome. Oh, you know what I did watch? I did watch the end of Malice. The that end was, of Malice. That was the documentary that Revolt did on Malice from the clips. Oh, um, and, um, where'd you watch that? On the Revolt website. Okay, cool. And uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was nice to see. It was basically just him, Pusha T, and Pharrell like talking, like uh -huh. talking. And um, you know, I thought it was pretty. You know, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see like. To hear them like talk, you know about you know because he's going Christian and like, right. kind of giving up on giving up about malice, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Malice has. and so like it talks about his transition to like giving up on the clips, yeah, you know, and, and it's kind of like the point where like they just walked away from it. like that like on a plane like Bush T shows up on the plane, and yeah, it's just like you know um, this yeah. is getting done. And, the um, clips ain't no place for Christians, that's for sure. No. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it talks about, like, when uh, when uh, Tony, when their manager got indicted, when all that stuff yeah. happened, and, like, everybody around them but them two got indicted on mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. That's what everybody else is there for. Yeah. It was, uh, that's wild. Know, I'll have to look that up. I didn't see that. But it's, it's cool to see. I mean, they're all still, like, cool. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. They know I won't. And he's talking to some kids at the end, you know, and he's doing this whole, like, testimony. And then he says, uh, you know, I've had it all, you know, the fast cars, the big houses. Oh, my house is still pretty big. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, no, it's pretty cool. It was pretty, pretty neat. I'm in bed with three naked ladies holding hands. I'm in bed with three major labels, and I ain't talking about wearing clothing brands. Underground locomotive man, putting on a global show that no promoter can. I philosophize with wise words from learned lessons. In my world, mistakes turns to blessings. The hate turns to destiny. I'm saying, Lord Jesus, why the Lord's most gorgeous creatures take turns blessing me. I got your baby mama down on all fours. When drama coming, I'm all for it. If it ain't about this guy has a lot of sex. Yeah. Good for him. Hey, right? Playing basketball. Nice mustache. Technology, wealthiest country on earth, most powerful country on earth, is 26th hmm. in education. And look at Brad Doherty so talking about basketball. Yeah. You have all been taken, and you don't even realize oh. that you have been oh. dumbed to the point where you are like sheep. Paranoid poverty hustle was the philosophy. 
I seen the kilo, I swear it became a part of me. Lie, cheat, still, I had it mastered by my teens. Started hands on, and niggas still pulling strings. Hotel suite, straight selling niggas' dreams. Motel 6 as I let the beeper ring. Was a water boy, but balling always in my jeans. Season ticket holding niggas sitting with the team. Fans hmm. on the roof for the spreads and the juice. So suspicious of the cars. And see, here's my thing. Schools, labeled a master position every move. I want to like Rick Ross. No, I do too. But I want to. And we all know, like. There's a facade on rappers. Like, you don't really... So many rappers sell drugs. And we, we just talked about it. I mean, right. like, clips really... I mean, the, well, not really the clips, but but uh, Malice was certainly connected with some shady things. You know. Yeah, and their video. grandma got mad at him for mentioning her on the <laughs> <Yeah>. first <laughs> Like, I mean, <laughs> funny. you know... But uh, I know. We know you're full of crap. Like, you're a correctional officer. Yeah. You know, Sharon Jones was a correctional officer too before she got discovered. And that's fine. That's yeah. Sharon Jones, you know. <laughs> but Rick Ross, it's like you used to bring people their food in prison. Like, yeah. I don't really think that that's the yeah. coolest thing in the world. Were you, you selling weight in prison too? Uh, no. I don't know. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. But yeah, I, did, I I feel the same way. I really want to like him. Every time a new album comes out, I'm like, this is the one. I'm going to listen to this one. This is the one I'm going to like. And I never listen to it. And then he refused to like... I mean, he knew he messed up when he named himself Rick Ross. And that's the that's a whole other thing, and when, too. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. You know what? You paid the dude. Yeah. You could have probably given him a couple million dollars when he got out of jail. And he would have been fine. Yeah. I mean, Freeway, Freeway, I mean, he, and he just named himself Freeway. Right. But he admitted that he named himself after Freeway Ricky Ross. Right. And he, like, That's always a little more... bigged up on him and, yeah. you know, and always, like... <clears throat> Did you ever see that Out the Trunk, like, DVD you could buy back in, like, 04 that talked about the uh, OG that 50 Cent named yeah. himself after? The guy was oh, yeah. named 50 Cents? Yeah. Um, Somebody hooked us up with that, and that's hilarious. Yeah, like, well, it's the, just like that dude's like a really a made man. Like, oh yeah, like, like the dude. Oh yeah, like in New York, like McGruff and like all them dudes. Like, right. I mean, this was like this dude was like, yeah, yeah. That shit was so awesome. Somebody I was working with gave me that uh, that DVD. They were ripping him up too. <laughs> so this is Tiara. Tiara. Uh, she can rap. Yeah. I'm assuming she's from Detroit because everybody in Detroit can rap. That's what I was, like, I've never heard of their, I've heard before. I don't think so. Well, and like, you know, Dej Loaf, that girl or whatever from Detroit. Yeah. Like, I never got into her because she did that, that stupid uh, Nazi song or whatever. Yeah, I never paid attention to her but because like, of that. Girl, she can rap. Yeah, like, she's at Essence this year. Is she? Yeah. I mean, like, she can legitimately rap. You know, actually, I think I did listen to that album that year it came out. That was maybe two or three years ago. That Her one album. album came out. Her album? Yeah, she just have the one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember listening to it and then being like, then she was all on the news. I was like, eh, fuck this. I'm not going to pay any more attention to this. I'm preoccupied with the earth's ills, good herbals. First meal was milk. I milked these niggas for my first meal, full circle. Off of just talking, I could tell types. But I still get that bitch my whip test. If she not exhausted, then she can easily tailpipe playing the dirt. We should read. 
remake Eight Mile, but with this album as the soundtrack. <laughs> that would rule. Like make this all the raps yeah. they do and everything. I think we can do that. I think we can. Well, we probably can. Yeah. to what's this gotta know gotta know produced by s1 again s1 I, i'm gonna call s1 the mvp of the album i think after you know, roy this royce's album but beyond mr. all that porter. mr porter did he did that last two songs but I've enjoyed the S1 stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I will say the... Of course, I haven't paid much attention to the raps today because we've been talking and this is an optimal way to listen. But I think the production on this album is fantastic. It seemed a little choppy when I read the list. Um, but I would say I've highly enjoyed the production, of, you know, all the way around. Yeah, I'm going to listen to this again on a... Like on a, you were saying earlier, like on a road trip. This might be a, like on the way to jazz yeah. fest kind of album it's a good it's a good album to kind of because you get to catch a lot of what he says yeah all right so this is the last couple tracks and since this album was long i didn't do anything for an outro track so i do want to make sure that we mention the things that we're supposed to specifically events this weekend um there is uh, Friday night. Uh, we got um, DJ Spirituals playing at a um, photography and model uh, studio. This opening downtown, a good friend of ours who's moving from Fondren to downtown, which is cool. I highly uh, support that effort. Um, and then Saturday night, the big one I want to make sure to mention was the basement down at Big Sleepy's. Uh, look that up on Facebook. This is the fourth one presented by Fitchild. There's uh, three producers, three MCs, and three DJs. Yeah. Um, so Fifth and Donche are, produ- are doing beats. Uh, Joe Nasty, Scratch and Jackson, and somebody I'm forgetting right now is doing uh, the DJing. And uh, we got I think Tilo and a couple other people I'm seeing. It's going to be really good. It's a big sleepy. Saturday night um, starting at 10 and since it's fifth child it's going to start right at 10 it's going to start at 10 yeah um, like on the motherfucking die like, no question uh, let me mention this uh, the producers are Fitch Child Donche and AVE uh, Young Venom sorry Young Venom I totally forgot about you the first time Joe Nasty and Scratch and Jackson's the DJs and uh, Dolo Tilo to Champ and I don't know how to pronounce this guy his name. Do you know this guy? E I G twenty one H T eight something eight twenty one or something. I don't know how he says his name, but he's really good. I saw one of his videos. He had changed his name recently. But look, Saturday night, come out to that. That's uh, full on hip hop on display for sure. Um, we'd love to have everyone.
in there. Any other events that I'm missing? Uh, let me look and see. Events. Um, tomorrow, or Thursday night, the dinner and a movie thing. Food truck festival, is that still on? Um, I know they're doing the Pop Goes, are you talking about the art museum? Yeah, the dinner and a movie. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think they're showing Toy Story 3 out yeah. there. Yeah, they'll have uh, food and, open, and a cash bar, not an open bar. Um, but this is one of those uh, museum after hours events. Mm-hmm. And we've hosted several things there before. Um, so I always have cool stuff. So I think the art is all based on pop culture interpretations. Yeah. So a uh, very good friend of the, uh, the podcast, Eli, um, is yeah, showing art. And Adrian is showing art. Yeah, I think he did his... Uh David Bowie piece I think so something else and then Adrian Dominic of course does the the music stuff we're looking at a big ass painting of ASAP Rocky right now master of this house he keeps an eye on the living room for sure you've seen it before if you're listening um alright so and actually let's go ahead and mention dopemedianetwork.com keybeatalock.com um, iTunes. iTunes. Leave us a review or give us some stars or something. Um, but definitely Dope Media Network, Key Beat a Lock. Uh, and then check out stuff on coming up this weekend. It's a good weekend. Um, it's going to be great. And uh, it's $10 at Big Sleepy Saturday night. So bring your ass. It's going to be awesome. Bring some money. And if you haven't gone to the bathroom at Big Sleepy's yet, you're in for a treat. That's for sure. <laughs> I wish we had that recorded. What is it, there's, man? The, the last time we were up there for this, it was at the skate park yeah. show. So we put on the show to like raise money for the DIY skate park, and the bathroom is just a hot mess. And me and my brother and uh, Bloggy and a few other people are just, like getting drunk, but Bloggy's not drinking. Bloggy hasn't yeah. been like really drinking this year, but we're just like pounding tall boys. And I'd gotten him a Coke from the bar, yeah. and you drank the Coke, and I was going back to the bar. I'm like, you want me to get you another Coke? And you looked at me and said, no. I don't want to play Russian roulette with that toilet all night. <laughs> that like shut down the whole like back patio at Big Sleepies. It was awesome. I um, mean, then proceeded. Do you remember how that went? Talking yeah. about like the the shit. Jess was like followed the shit pipe up the wall and like oh my god. Anyway, uh, Big. S- yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the monkey. Did. <coughs> the uh, toilet monkey, or was that what it was? The shit monkey. <laughs> um. So all that to be all that uh, said, if you really want to like feel like you're in a, the basement's gonna be awesome at Big Sleepies. It's like feels nice and underground and like kind of dirty. Um, it's an awesome venue. Good friend of ours. Shout out to Caleb. I doubt that he ever listens to the podcast all the way. <laughs> but anyway, um, but that's it. I really enjoyed the album. I'm glad we did it because otherwise I probably wouldn't have listened to it. Like not out of any distaste, just I probably would have skipped over it or whatever. Yeah. So thanks for that. What are we gonna do next week? I don't know. Maybe the Mr. Lip album. Did you listen to it? Kinetic album. The Mr. Lip album's pretty decent. Yeah, we can do it. Um, I haven't listened to the Imperial and Kinetic. Uh, maybe we do that. And we got some good local stuff coming out soon. Yeah. We'll hopefully do the Mr. Fluid album for you yeah. guys. And uh, Savvy. We're the Savvy album. Savvy yeah. album. Definitely. And of course, Godbox will be out at some point. We'll yeah. definitely do that. Um, I think Godbox comes out in a few weeks. It does. Oh, Gregory Porter comes out May 6th. Yeah. yeah. So we got that too. No doubt. 
Got a lot going on, people. Yeah, we do. All right, keep so I guess that's in. it for us. DopeMediaNetwork.com, KeyBeatTheLock.com, iTunes, uh, search Comprehensive Beatdown. Um, but I had a good time today. Fun album. You guys yeah. check out Royce59, No Sage Thing. Come see us this weekend at Big Sleepies. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. You. Uh, I think yeah. I covered it all. You, did. you covered it all. You did a great um, job with that. I was trying to... Um, fashion my talking after Royce's rapping. So I was trying oh, to say gotcha. as so, much yeah. as possible as much in like as you 20 could. Just, seconds. Just boom, 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 yeah, boom. No wordplay though. I said it all straight up. <laughs> um, so don't look for any meaning of that. So uh, until next time, I'm Silent G. I'm Blogger Booney. I'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.